This is IGN. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Eastward Review by John Bolding. A man and his adopted daughter find their way through a whimsical, post-apocalyptic landscape. Frying pan and psychic powers at the ready, they might stumble into saving the world as they explore it. With all the stylings of a retro JRPG, you might expect Eastward to play like one, but this chill action adventure is more Zelda than Dragon Quest. John and Sam's triumphs and mistakes take place in a charming pixel art landscape that's rich with lovely characters and intimately designed places. Even where the story dragged for a time or the simplicity of the challenges felt patronizing, the parts of Eastward that spoke to me more than made up for them. Our headliners are John, a silent protagonist wreathed in messy hair and a bushy beard, and Sam, an outrageously precocious girl with budding psychic powers and a penchant for getting the two into trouble. They're lovable characters with a bushel of personality and a kind of timeless appeal. They set off from their home under dubious circumstances and eventually find their way eastward. I loved switching between the two as they travel through a cute but dangerous apocalyptic world of small towns and damn cities. Along the way, you play through discreet story chapters and explore the stories of the people you meet. There are a lot, a lot of silly little mini games along the way. Baseball, river rafting, slot machines, and ever-present cooking. The trek east is pretty linear, but the areas you explore are laid out like little dungeons, with curling paths to find your way through as you battle goofy monsters and solve simple puzzles. John does most of the fighting via simple but satisfying hack-and-slash action, but Sam's powers, like freezing enemies inside big psychic bubbles, are useful for fights and vital for puzzles. It took me more than 30 hours to beat the main quest, but I know there are secrets to explore and little NPC storylines I skipped over that are worth going back for. In fact, Eastward's overall story is good enough that I've judiciously avoided spoilers in this review, to the point of being overly vague in some spots. But trust me, that's for your benefit. There's also a pretty detailed roguelite JRPG game within the game called Earthborn to play. And it was fun enough that I spent about six additional hours on it. Eastward's real draw is its world. The vibrant pixel art landscapes are so creative and so packed with detail that I often found myself stopping to just look at a city street or a new railway station. Much of it is alive with little animations like running water, glinting metal, or spinning fans. I loved details like laundry on lines between buildings, boats overturned and made into houses, and countryside in the distance from train windows. It's not just the backgrounds that pop, though. 
The characters of Eastward have great sprites and animation that packs in a ton of personality. They're a cast of well-designed weirdos who all have something unique going for them, which is an animated style that's become all too rare. The style and personality of the people you meet differs wildly, varying from gruff ranch hands to a trio of lively aunties, a sleepy small-town mayor, or a cigar-puffing casino owner. That's not to mention the circus performers, train conductors, con men, and funky robots. My favorite robot runs a construction company and has a bad hip. Little fetch quests make you run back and forth across the world, but that's not so bad when the world is pretty. A lot of the best Eastward has to offer is just smiling at the guy meditating on a roof as you pass by his part of town. I've passed him a dozen times now. What is he doing up there? I don't know. He's happy. Dude's just vibing, and it's nice. Earthborn is Sam's favorite game, and she loves the tie-in cartoon, too. It's a retro throwback to the Final Fantasy I or Dragon Quest era of 2D RPGs with a randomized roguelike twist, and it succeeds in invoking that era while still being a modern game. Earthborn consoles pop up in most of the major settlements alongside token-operated dispensers that spit out picks balls, toys-to-life doodads that give you reusable boosts while playing, which you use to get further and unlock new party members inside Earthborn. It's the icing on top of Eastward's cake, even though it's entirely optional. So I guess it's more like the chocolate sauce on Eastward's ice cream sundae. As rounds of combat go by, characters accrue action points that they can use to fuel their most powerful skills. Knowing when and against what enemies to use your skills is the key to progressing. As you explore Earthborn's little branching world, you pick up new party members, and a larger party lets you swap through more characters during each combat and start with more characters each run. They've all got something unique going on. There's the monkey who helps even when not on the front row during fights, or the merchant who doesn't use the action point system, but instead uses a crude goal to do battle. I quite liked the tactics available in the turn-based combat, though if it were a real-world game, it'd quite honestly be a pay-to-win experience, because getting more picks balls makes it easier and easier each time you start a new run at it. It's hard to be upset when the bonuses are something you earn in the course of finding secrets in the main game. Either way, it's a welcome change of pace from Eastward's more sedate stories or fast-paced combat. For some, I expect it might even be the highlight of Eastward. It's a relief that the world is so attractive and the characters are so appealing, because Eastward's greatest weakness is its writing. Character dialogue is hit or miss, with more than a few cliche lines and real stinkers. I'm talking about unironic use of lines like, I've been running my whole life. Frankly, it's because the writing doesn't know when to step back and let action or movement convey words. It uses two sentences when one would do or more often, one sentence when none would do. Dialogue that should pop up in the background, laughter, exclamations, is more often than not in a bubble that requires a button to progress. The only time I felt impatient or bored with Eastward was during the drawn-out dialogues. Exploration and combat are a welcome break from all that staring and reading. Fights are simple, and most enemies can be easily defeated with judicious application of John's frying pan. Everything else is susceptible to the neon-colored shotgun or flamethrower. There are lots of weird enemies, though, like a giant frog person, tentacle plants, or ultra-tough zombies, and they've all got their own attack pattern. But I usually took them down the same way, no matter what they were. But let me be clear, symbol isn't always bad. It was fun to weave around attacks, smack mutants with a pan, and blow them away with a shotgun. It's weird that while you swap to Sam pretty often to do puzzles, I rarely felt the need to use her in combat. Her ability to put monsters in frozen bubbles comes in handy for a few things, but you don't absolutely need it to win. If you had a psychic sidekick, wouldn't you want her to do a bit more? 
Likewise, it's a bit of a downer that the puzzles Sam's instrumental in solving are never too complex, only ever getting difficult when it's a challenge of timing or skill, or to get a few tricky hidden chests. Most often, you'll have to notice something like a wall to blow down with a bomb, a puzzle of which cables to connect, or which obstacles to remove so a raft floats where you want it to. The harder puzzles will have a timing element, moving quickly after triggering a switch or golf swinging a bomb into a narrow opening from a moving platform. It's not complex stuff. The simplicity did bug me sometimes. While parts of the fighting are good in their straightforwardness, others are just basic. Partially, it's because the single stick controls feel inadequate for aiming weapons. It's fun to bash with a frying pan, not so fun to make sure the characters are both dodging incoming projectiles. The relatively infrequent boss and mini-boss fights are an exception there, requiring a bit of finesse and switching between both John's weapons and Sam's powers. I like them a lot more than the platforming and puzzle bits, and a lot of them really tested my ability to use every tool in my arsenal for a clean victory. One in particular stands out, an enemy knocks away bombs that you try to place at a vulnerable point. To win, I needed a deft hand dropping bombs as John, then to switch to Sam to use her powers to distract the enemy, then back to John to dish out damage after the bomb went off. That's the kind of synergy Eastward's combat needs more of. Verdict. A delightful journey from beginning to end, Eastward has charming characters and beautifully animated vistas to explore. The story is nicely plotted, and the chapters tell self-contained stories that are darkly amusing, if a bit overwritten. The simple combat, relaxed puzzles, and cute minigames keep gameplay variety high, and the pace upbeat enough to carry you through to the end of the story. Spoken Layer Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.